0: Before we begin this week's episode of SmackDown Boulevard, we would like to take this time to honor and celebrate the life and times of Scott Oliver Hall. He has been recognized as one of the most charismatic performers in the modern history of professional wrestling.
1: He rose to stardom for being the shady and stylish Cuban-American bully Razor Ramon in WWF. He became a prestigious intercontinental champion and was part of the classic first-ever ladder match in WWF against Shawn Michaels. Later in his career, he was a founding member of the Outsiders and one of the most popular factions ever in professional wrestling, the NWO. It is also important to note that he never held a major world championship in any promotion, but still maintained main event status and drawing power. Scott Hall died of complications from multiple heart attacks on March fourteenth, two 2022. He was 63 years old. He is survived by his two children, Cody Hall and Cassidy Hall.
0: From all of us here at Smartdown Boulevard, we would like to offer our condolences to the family and friends of Scott Oliver Hall. May he rest in peace.
1: The following podcast is scheduled for one fall. Ladies and gentlemen, this is Smart Down Boulevard?
0: Today is Monday, March 28th, 2022. My name is Jose Solorzano.
1: And my name is Jermaine Meredith.
0: Welcome to Smart Down Boulevard. Jermaine, we've been off for two weeks. Call it our little spring break, okay? That's what it was. Last time we hit you guys up was on Friday, March 11th. It is now Monday, March 28th. And you're wondering, why are they coming at us on a Monday? Well, I'm here to tell you, smarks of all ages, that this is the first ever three for one week. That's why we're going to be coming at you three times this week. Because, guess what, Jermaine? It's WrestleMania week. This is a first for us. And I think it's only right that we do it, because it's WrestleMania week. So, let's get to it
1: a word cut
0: for us. <laughs> we really do. And then, not to mention that next week we'll be doing a two-for-one. So, Monday we'll oh, review gosh. the two-night spectacular that is going to be WrestleMania 38, and then on the Friday we'll continue with WrestleMania talk, the fallout of WrestleMania, and then watch probably what we consider to be the match of WrestleMania and we'll watch that from beginning to end with a watch along just to commemorate the end of WrestleMania. So yes, Jermaine, we have our work cut out you and I will be spending a lot of time together recording and watching the uh, premium live event. That is WrestleMania this weekend. Cause I believe you're coming over, right?
1: Yes, I am. Yes. And uh, spoiler alert, the mm. watch, the match that we're going to be watching is uh, Kevin Owens versus Stone Cold.
0: Wow. So you guys know, yeah, Wow. So it's not. This is not a, a prediction. This is a spoiler.
1: It's a spoiler. Gotcha. It's gonna be a match.
0: Well, we'll definitely discuss that at the end of today's episode. But I think we we owe it to, to the Smark fans out there to, um, you know, just catch up on a couple of notable things that we missed over the last two weeks. And of course, we're not gonna get to anything. But these are the things that really, you know, stuck out to us. And I think one of the first things is uh, you know the first thing you heard uh, on the show's uh, cold open was the. Um, the tragic death of scott hall and as for me jermaine scott hall was always somebody that i i always enjoyed his work as razor ramon or scott hall or his matches in new japan pro wrestling um i've always enjoyed the outsiders i'm a big fan but unfortunately i you know i never got to meet him i've always wanted to meet i always wanted to meet him never got the chance and um Hearing his death was uh, quite a shock for me, and, and I bet it was for you as well.
1: Yeah, it was really unexpected, man. Mm-hmm. He fell and broke his hip, and you just think, oh, man, sad that it happened and it'll be a quick fix, but it was just like w- one bad thing after the other and then which led to his passing, and yeah, it's just so sudden. But he did. Overcome a lot of struggles oh. in his life
0: honestly it's um, so, it's a yeah. you know you got to tread lightly uh with what you say obviously because you 're here to you know just to i guess you eulog- eulogize him and to pay tribute to the wrestler that we knew him as exactly but, but yes i mean he he did have a hard life, a lot of demons, a lot of alcohol abuse, a lot of drug abuse. Um, And I want to read something here. Um, So pretty much what you alluded to there. In in March of 2022, he was hospitalized after falling and breaking his hip. Uh, He was uh, immobile on the floor for days before being discovered during a wellness check by Diamond Dallas Page, who took him to the hospital. So right there, there's more damage that was done there than it should have been, right? And after he went through hip replacement surgery, a blood clot was dislodged, resulting in Hall suffering three heart attacks on March 12. Um, This led to them putting him on life support. And he was taken off life support on March 14th after his family had traveled to see and be with him at the hospital with them at his bedside. He died three to four hours later. And later that night on Monday Night Raw, they, um, announced his death and they did a, a very well done tribute video, which WWE always yeah. delivers with. So, yeah. um, it was, um, <laughs> It sucked because then like four days after, you know, all this stuff comes out and then, you know, Sean Waltman, who is X-Pac, better known as X-Pac, revealed to the Wrestling Observer newsletter that Hall had relapsed back into alcohol abuse when the COVID-19 pandemic started. Oh, really? Yes. And it rendered him, you know, the lockdown rendered him unable to have a social life, to have social interactions. And, you know, at one point he had like dropped down to 210 pounds from his usual 287. And, you know, it was really hard for Scott Hall after being on such a high in in life, uh, after being inducted in the 2021 Hall of Fame. um, You know, that was, that was his downfall after that. So such a high, then he went to such lows due to the pandemic. So it was it was a tough two years for him and you know honestly looking at this it is sad that he's gone but I hope he you know this is the peace that I think Scott Hall has deserves after having such a like a wild life style and and just all these up and downs I I hope he has found peace honestly um I don't know it's it's sad because he Again, very charismatic Jermaine, and, and what we were saying earlier, like he never held a major championship, but yet no. we we yeah. all consider him to be that top tier talent. Whether it was as Razor Ramon or Scott Hall, um, he just charismatic, and we don't see that nowadays. We really don't. So. Um, yeah, yeah this, is, this is tough. This is tough. Um, as I look over to my left here, I have my uh, Scott Hall NWO figure out right beside Kevin Nash. And, and you could feel the pain um, that Kevin Nash was going through when he, he made that Instagram post. I'm sure you, you saw it there, Jermaine, right? Yeah, I did. It's tough. Yeah, that was one of those things where it's like, you know the end is near. You're just waiting for bad news at that point, right? Exactly. Yeah, man. Um, but the thing to to note here is like he left an, uh, an over like uh, um, uh, he'll always be remembered, and he left a long lasting impression in the wrestling world. WWE obviously commented it. All Elite Wrestling wrote that um, you know he. AE- he, uh, what's it called? All the Wrestling rights on Twitter, AEW joins the wrestling world in mourning the passing of a true legend, Scott Hall. Our thoughts are with his family, his friends, and his fans. Impact Wrestling, as well, is deeply saddened to learn of the passing of Scott Hall. We send our sincere condolences to his family and friends. New Japan Pro Wrestling, as well, is deeply saddened for the news. Um, his, their deepest sympathies to everyone uh, who knew Scott Hall, his family, friends, and fans. And it just went on from there, Jermaine. Like, everybody. Triple H. Obviously, the whole clique. Triple H says, I'm gutting, gutted, I lost a brother, I love you, Scott. Sean Waltman, he's gone. Shawn Michaels wrote, I love you, my friend. Diamond Dallas Page, Sting, Ric Flair, Bully Ray, The Iron Sheik, McFoley, William Regal, John Layfield, Eric Bischoff, the list goes on. You have Jeff Jarrett, Kevin Owens, Shane McMahon. The Rock. Huh? The Rock. The Rock, Malachi Black, Kenny Omega, Trish Stratus, Matt Hardy, Natalie, uh, well, Natalia, Nikki and Bree. Page, Brandy Rhodes. They, I mean, the list goes on. Everyone paying their tributes to Scott Hall. Um, definitely, he was a larger-than-life character and um, yep. quite the guy in and, in and outside the ring. So, as always, our condolences to uh, Scott Hall's family. And, Jermaine, let's just leave this with, what was some of your favorite Scott Hall moments? Give me a couple if you have any.
1: That first moment when he came back to WWE, with Hogan and Kevin Nash
0: Oh yes
1: They cut that promo in the ring And then he grabs the mic and he just like Hey yo And then the crowd pops and then he just Starts instantly smiling Yeah Glad to have him back yeah. Back home in the WWE
0: Exactly Yeah that was yeah. a that was at No Way Out right
1: Yep that was at No Way Out
0: Yeah that was a really good moment in time Yeah cause then what, what led to that after was Um You know, WrestleMania eighteen here at at the Sky Dome.
1: Austin versus Scott Hall. Yep.
0: Yep. Absolutely.
1: And Scott Hall arguably one of the best sells of the stunner.
0: Oh yeah. Well, that goes and, to um, show. Like Scott Hall was a professional through and through. The man could sell; he could elevate oh, yeah. opponents. Businessman, businessman, exactly. Um, just in it to put asses in seats to make the most amount of money for himself and his peers, of course. Uh, just a total workhorse and a total package, to be honest with you. Like I'm surprised yeah. he never became a world champion, but he definitely had the o- the overall package to be a world champion. I'll tell and you I'm pretty sure much.
1: he could have if he wanted to.
0: Oh yeah, for sure, absolutely.
1: I don't think that's what he really wanted to. He just really, I think he he wanted to make a lot of money,
0: mm-hmm. number
1: one. Oh, yeah. And he wasn't opposed to doing business with people. It's not like he never wanted to lose.
0: No, no. He wasn't a yeah. mark for himself or he wasn't in it to exactly. do business just for himself. It was he for the overall company. A, a work. Exactly. Yeah. 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 It's, it's a game of. You know entertaining fans and who can make the most money while they're there exactly. and while they can, and he who did can it get well. over exactly,
1: exactly as long as you're over, you're making money, yep. and that's all that really matters,
0: right? I agree, I do, I do agree with that. For me, I mean, I will always love his ladder match with Shawn Michaels at WrestleMania the first ever ladder match to be honestly televised by WWF. I love that match. I have. The classic superstar's action figure of that to commemorate it—it it means a whole lot more to me now, um, that's for sure. And I really sold to me. Yeah, yeah, you wish. And <laughs> uh, I really enjoyed uh, when he was inducted into the Hall of Fame in April of 2014. His speech was really moving, and um, yeah. That was amazing, and and you know what I know. This was pretty much like the next thing I'm about to say was very controversial at the time. Uh, it was when Sting took on Triple H at WrestleMania 31 in 2015. But that match had the DX, and then the original members of the NWO made their way down into the ring and got involved with everything. So it was also cool to see that moment for what it was. Um, Scott Hall being involved with all that, and because I believe and, and he took a bump, and he took a bump like a pro. He took a bump because. Yeah that's what he does that's what he did so uh, <laughs> rest in peace to the bad guy the chico racer Ramon Scott Hall um, he'll always be remembered by wrestling fans and us here on uh, Smartdown Boulevard uh, moving along with another, another member of the clique Jermaine um, Triple H your boy the cerebral assassin the king of kings yeah <laughs> yeah take it away pal take it away
1: Well, it was just revealed that Triple H has announced his retirement after 27 years of a professional wrestling career. And it was due to his health, his cardiac event that happened six months ago, which led to him having to have a defibrillator in his chest. So he can't wrestle again. No. He's done and um, this defibrillator is there to jolt his heart in case it's beating too fast mm-hmm. or beating too slowly so yeah man he has a long family history of heart disease heart problems and stuff like that so i'm i'm just glad that he's around for his family and yeah you know he's there to raise his kids it's all that really matters
0: Absolutely. That's what it comes down to. And that's what he, um, he got very emotional um, Yeah, on the interview. Uh, Stephen A. Smith of ESPN conducted an interview with him um, about it. And, um, you know, he probably broke down a bit because I can tell that they edited it after he was talking about it. Like they had to take a break. Yes, I
1: could tell that there were some edits. Yes,
0: for sure. Um, Very hard for him to speak on, of course. And this really, and I hate to make comparisons and everything, but... There's a point in time where like everybody was mentioning how, you know, Bret Hart after his um his stroke, he was taking things too seriously and everything. But I think Triple H probably can sympathize more with Bret Hart now because after having like your life almost taken from you, um, your health wise, right? Um, it makes yeah. you humble. It makes you look at things a lot differently. And I can see I could kind of also like wow, this is almost similar to how like Bret Hart was talking after his stroke when he did that interview with uh, Michael Landsberg, on on off the record. Um, yeah, very similar, very similar how they how they um, their outlooks on life are and, and how emotional they are, obviously after having something like that happen. So um, I think this is going to be a different Triple H moving forward. To be honest with you, a different uh, Paul Levesque, um, which is why maybe he's not fretting on. Being ousted by Vince McMahon in NXT or whatever, you know what I mean? Um, yeah,
1: I, I don't. I think he's just happy that he's alive. Yes, and he's around for his family because, yeah, in the interview he was getting emotional because the part where you're saying that when he was going under, he was just thinking, "What if he never comes back from this?" Yeah, you know? yeah, and it was it really was that close. So him just breathing and he still looks great,
0: mm-hmm. you know. Yeah, for
1: somebody that just went through all of that, like I don't think he's going to take all of that stuff too serious because the wrestling business was his life. But guess what? His family and kids are his life. Yeah,
0: and this puts it really so, in perspective.
1: Yeah, he doesn't have to work.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: It's not like he's broke. He can no. enjoy his his family, of the money that he's made, and you know. He still he's still working. Yeah, he is. He's going to be back in the office and stuff so
0: yeah, and, he's, and it's he's good that
1: he's able to do that.
0: He's still well in tune with what's happening in the industry. I mean, when Stephen A. Smith was asking him all these questions about this and that, about like current wrestling product, he's still up to it. You know, He's still doing his job, I'm sure. Yeah, um, for sure. So, I mean, this is a quote that pretty much sums up what he his <laughs> mind frame is. He says, I quote, I was nose diving and sort of at the one yard line of where you don't want to be really for your family and your future. There's moments in there when they're putting you out and stuff and you think, is this it? Do you wake up from this? That's a tough pill to swallow and makes you think differently. And then he later confirmed that he forced him to retire from wrestling. And he says, I will never wrestle again. First of all, I have a defibrillator in my chest, which, you know, probably is not a good idea for me to get zapped on live TV. (laughs) And then, uh, (laughs) so he's still, you know, he's still that showman. He's still keeping things lighthearted, but still serious, which is, you know, the Triple H that we all know. So what?
1: Yeah. No. I'm not going to say it.
0: Uh, <laughs> say it. No. Um but yeah. I know you want to. No, no, no. Okay. But yes, um that is Triple H. Uh he has officially retired after how many years you said? 27 years.
1: 27 years. That's crazy.
0: Yeah, 27 man. years. And you know what? I'm happy that personally for me that i see triple h in a very different light than i did a couple years ago i mean this show saw my metamorphosis of thought when it comes to triple h i used to hate him um i used to think he was just selfish and everything but then you know we did that personal when they celebrated 25 years of triple h yep. and then we did i did my research you did your research and i'm like you know what mean this man's a legend this man has done a lot you know and Big time. um He's one arguably of arguably the
1: best heel
0: ever. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, and um, I, uh, I respect the man. I'm happy I got to meet him. I'm happy I got to shake his hand. I have a photo with him. You know, um, this man's one of the one of the greatest of all time. I'll, I'll say it. I'll say it now, and I'll say it here. You heard me. One of the greatest of all time, and honestly, he deserves it. He has nothing left to prove. He really doesn't. Like, yep. what what else does he have to prove in the ring? Honestly. Think about it.
1: Apparently, his last match was at like a house
0: show. Yeah. It like was a tag match. It was a tag match. I know. I saw that. and I was just like, okay, maybe not the way you would want to leave the wrestling business, but for your health. I mean, at this point, it's just like, what do you have to yeah. prove? Really? Yeah.
1: He's got nothing to prove because look at, look at his career. All the people he's faced, all the accolades, the, everything. Like, what is left for him to do? I'm sure, like, it would have been nice to go out at, like, WrestleMania or, you know.
0: Or, like, a retirement match or something. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That would have been awesome. But you know what? He's had a fantastic career. Legendary career. No four out of ten matches. No. I don't care what Bret Hart has to say. Fantastic. Well. Great heel. He, He did his job. People hated him. I hated him for real and
0: sorry let me when, correct you. as a there. kid maybe those but... scott steiner matches were four out of ten matches <laughs> well that's because of scott well yeah but they were for but okay go ahead i get what you're saying i get what you're saying
1: but yeah man <laughs> he did his job as a heel he knew his assignment and carried it out well You can't be mad at him for that
0: no 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 you definitely yeah. can't. And you know what? And, and I used to hate him all the time because I'd be like, oh, this guy's always putting people over. But at that time, it's like, who who have a bigger presence than Triple H to be on the top at that time? Really? Yeah. Like, he exactly he was the Everyone right person. Left. Yeah, there was no one at the time. He was a stepping stone for others to get to that level. So, yeah, I I, I get it now. At the time, I didn't, which, you know, sucks. But now I do.
1: Maybe Maybe that last title reign. At the Royal Rumble didn't need to happen, but Roman wasn't ready. Now he
0: is. Now he is. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like he was a stepping stone for others. You know, he had to take exactly. that head on. So yeah, I mean Triple H, a legend, and honestly, we, I I wish him nothing but the best on retirement. I really do. And and you know what? It's a retirement from wrestling, not from like in the professional wrestling world, because we're still gonna see him around. He's still gonna be doing his job. So kudos on him. And his health is most important at this point. So. Let's just. Exactly. It, it is what it is, right? So good on Triple H. Happy retirement, and we'll definitely still continue uh, following uh, his whereabouts in the WWE. Before yeah. we move on to WrestleMania talk, Jermaine, I want to talk about WWE 2K22 because we didn't get to talk about it two weeks ago because I mean the game came out that Friday and I guess we hadn't played it at that time, so. How do you feel about the game so far, my friend? Because I feel like uh, if you come early on Sunday to watch night two of WrestleMania, I feel like it's squeezing a whoop, uh, a whoop-ass <laughs> kicking to you and beat you and show you that I'm Jose. still the reigning defending WWE 2K champion because you haven't beaten me in Jose. what, four or five years?
1: Please, please, please stop. Stop the foolish talk, all right? Mm-mm. Anyways, I, I think the game is, it's it's a step up. It's good. I I like the different, they changed up the controls. I don't mind it too much. Yeah.
0: Did you train what with else? Drew Gulak?
1: Yeah, I did. Mm-hmm. That's what I had to do that because I'm like, okay, they changed up everything. Yeah. I got to learn this stuff. I like the... uh the uh, kick out system i hated the stupid mini game that you had to do they made it straightforward that you just have to tap x to kick out yeah which was what i was used to as a kid
0: right because you button mash go ahead
1: right so now you can't beat me (laughs) i'm gonna be kicking out of of everything
0: Mm.
1: so um yeah (laughs) yeah i'm gonna beat you for sure hands down
0: yeah yeah okay but you know what I like about the game? <laughs> I like mm-hmm. I say, oh, the graphics are good. It's like, yeah, of course the graphics are going to be good. I mean, that's what I expect for every new game, you know? For me, it's the gameplay exactly. and how, like, you know, the gameplay is really good. I really do like it. Um, I like the showcase. The Rey Mysterio showcase is really good.
1: That was really well done.
0: Yes, yes. I really enjoy that. Uh, the only thing I don't like is the music, because uh, Machine Gun Kelly was the one who like executive produced it. Not a big fan. Oh, of I him.
1: turned off some of those songs.
0: That's and was, that's what I was gonna say. I turned off a majority of them, and I just put the ones that I really like, obviously. And then I, I put added,
1: I added that Razor Ramon entrance theme. Absolutely.
0: I mean, yep. Who? I mean, if you don't have that Razor Ramon theme on there, then what are you doing?
1: Yeah, you're disrespectful. <laughs>
0: Hey, chico. This is Racer Ramon.
1: You know what? I gotta download this. This is something I can drive to.
0: Yeah? With the top oh, down, yeah. you know, the top down, your windows down, and just putting your arm out the window and just driving and cruising.
1: A toothpick in your mouth? Yep.
0: Your hair greased all the way back?
1: Jerry curl back? Yeah.
0: That's right. <laughs> um... Yeah, I mean, I like Say
1: hello it. to the bad guy.
0: Uh, <laughs> here I am with all the chicas. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it. Um, but yeah, I mean, I enjoy the game. I didn't get the NWO for Life Edition because that was a... Um, rip-off? Not only was it a rip-off, but it was also like a virtual... Uh, not virtual. Uh, what's it called? <sighs> you can only get that online. A digital download of the game. Um but I did get uh, the d de- I did get the deluxe edition with the Rey Mysterio uh, steelbook steel book and the season pass and everything. So I feel like we're gonna be playing that game for uh for a long time, Jermaine. Okay, okay. Yeah. And I'm gonna be whooping your ass in the near future on WWE two K. I like My Rise as well. Um But I think here's a pro tip. If you wanna really enjoy um My Rise Start at NXT and work your way up because then you get the whole experience. Unless you want to, like, you know, fast forward to Raw and then do your Royal Rumble and headline WrestleMania. But um, I, li- I like to get my money's worth and then just, you know, go from NXT to SmackDown to Raw, Royal Rumble, yeah. then WrestleMania. So that's, that's where I am right now. To be honest with you, I, I haven't even gone to, uh, what's the other thing? My GM. I haven't gone to my faction. I mean, there's still a lot yeah. to play in that game. Um, how about you?
1: I was never really interested in GM mode. Mm. I know my, my older brother, he, when we were younger, he killed it. He loved GM mode. Like, he would sit there and watch <laughs> matches. Like, you have to really love the game to be able to do that. I never
0: understood. I thought that was that, uh, but... my universe.
1: No, no, no. You could do that in uh, GM mode for, like, SmackDown vs. Around stuff. Oh,
0: okay, okay.
1: Yeah. You can either simulate the matches or you can watch them. Oh, cool. Yeah.
0: Hmm.
1: But yeah, man. I was never really into it.
0: Yeah, no. I mean, for me, it's the showcase, obviously. The showcase is really good all the time. I feel they put a lot of emphasis on that. And obviously, the gameplay, which is, you know, always good to face people and whoop their ass. And then... um, my rise, because again, it's very interactive. It's very uh, you choose your your uh, your destiny within the company, and um, yeah, yeah, that's that's for me. Online play, obviously, you know, play with people online, and uh, just being creative on there, man. You the thing I want to do is make my own federation and make my own rosters. That's next. I definitely want to do that in my creations, because you can create everything. So I definitely want to do that, but that takes time. So what I mean is that this game not only is it popular right now, but you can go back at it a year or two and still enjoy the game because you can create your own Federation, your own ring, your own like pay-per-views and everything. So I really enjoy that. So that's what I'm going to do next. So whether you have any of the three official editions, which is the NWO for life edition, the deluxe edition or the standard edition, um, enjoy the game, pick it up and you and I will definitely be discussing it and playing it. uh, This Sunday. So you better get your ass here early. So I can whoop your ass. You understand? I'll try. I'll try, man. Yeah. And if you don't show up early, then I know you're trying to avoid an ass whooping. But I, <laughs> I understand. I understand. Right. <laughs> okay, okay. We're going to take a little bit of a break here, and then we'll discuss WrestleMania and just uh, tease what's coming up on Wednesday here on the show and Friday here on The Boulevard. <laughs> attention smarks calling all smarks we want to talk to you about our friends over at anchor many of you are listening to us on anchor already but if you haven't heard about anchor it's the easiest way to make a podcast let us explain it's free it's free yes free and after hearing what anchor can do for you you still won't believe that it's free all right i'm listening continue So on Anchor, you can use creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. It is that simple.
1: Anchor will also distribute your podcast for you, so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more audio streaming platforms. And do we mention that it is all free all free anchor is everything you need to make a podcast in one place so if you ever thought about starting your own podcast now is the time to do it and use anchor download the free anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started and now back to the boulevard
0: Welcome back to Smark Down Boulevard during our three for one special week. That's right. Three episodes this week. Monday, Wednesday and Friday. All for WrestleMania week. Jermaine pretty much. It's going to be WrestleMania week. This is just the, the prelude to what we're going to talk about on Wednesday and Friday. But how do, you, how do you feel about WrestleMania right now? I mean, WrestleMania 38 is this Saturday and Sunday, April 2nd and 3rd, coming at you from Arlington, Texas, at the AT&T Stadium, which they're calling the most stupendous two-night event in WrestleMania history. How do you feel about it right now?
1: To be honest? Yeah, be honest. very honest. Yeah. I am not too excited about it. A lot of these matches are filler, and it didn't have to be two nights. The only things that I'm interested in seeing... Yeah, is Roman versus Brock, of course. Of course. Because I want to see Roman hoist those two belts up. And uh, (laughs) uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin versus Kevin Owens. I'm trying to think. Oh, and potentially you might get pissed off, but Cody Rhodes versus Seth Rollins.
0: Okay, first of all.
1: That is happening.
0: First of all, I'm which very... you're
1: gonna mark out, I know you're gonna lose it.
0: Oh yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, I know. <laughs> first of all, it's not guaranteed that it's Cody. Okay, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna dive into Cody talk unless I see it to believe it because I just don't want to put that much emphasis on Cody. I mean, a lot of, I mean, it is, it looks like it is gonna be Cody. I, I'll give you that much, but um, I don't know, I don't know. I would have preferred them to already have, like. Re- released it by now, but I feel like they would get more asses and seats in night one of WrestleMania if they if people knew that it was Cody Rhodes, you know. Because now yeah. now you're hearing that oh he's not gonna like show up until the the day after WrestleMania, blah blah blah, like you know the RAW after WrestleMania. But yeah, I don't know. I feel like they should have just done it by now. Like get those asses and exactly. seats. They should have
1: because they're in a a, a stadium.
0: Yeah, I mean so, you're talking about a hundred thousand seats per day. Yeah, like that's not happening. Yeah, like I mean, sure you can comp people and like do two for one packages or whatever, but
1: Or you can fly out the crew from Smart Down Boulevard to fill up some of those seats. I'll but, take
0: it. On. I'll call in sick to work and no problem. You know oh, hell yeah. I'll go. I'll go night one, night two and then we'll stay for the raw after. Why not? Exactly. But in terms of matches, yeah, I'm pretty much on the same boat as you in terms of like, yeah, okay, I want to see if it is Cody versus Seth Rollins, and I want to see Seth Barry, Cody Rhodes. I want to see um, Brock Lesnar and Roman. I think that's yeah, I want to see Stone Cold's interaction with uh, Kevin Owens, of course. I'm also, I know I know you probably will disagree with me, but I want to see for some reason, I want to see Pat McAfee and Austin Theory. I feel like, you know, Austin Theory's up and coming. Pat is a good performer all around, so I think it should be a decent match um, aside from that like I don't know everything else is just kind of eh for me you know night one night two I just all of it seems like it could be something done on Raw that's the thing
1: I'm on it yeah you're you definitely right a lot of throwaway matches like oh let's make all these new tag teams and put them in a match for the belt and you know it's
0: just like, yeah, I'm sure we're gonna see to be at WrestleMania. no, and I'm sure we're gonna see some of these matches again at WrestleMania Backlash. So you know, it, oh, yeah. it's just it's just the same That's thing. That's another thing that hurts me. Mm-hmm.
1: But um, yeah, man, it, I'm honestly looking forward to the Hall of Fame more.
0: Yes, <laughs> on Friday, absolutely. Yes. yes, I'm looking forward to that. I feel like it's gonna run long. You
1: don't know it yet, but I will be there.
0: <laughs> really? No,
1: I'm
0: Look at you! Yeah, definitely going to be looking forward to the Hall of Fame match. I'm um, Hall of Fame match, Hall of Fame ceremony, but um, I hope the fans act accordingly. You know, I hope they don't. Uh, and we will be talking about the Hall of Fame later this week. Yeah, um, uh, hopefully they don't hijack the, yeah, the show. Absolutely. But man, you know, overall, like, okay, maybe we're not looking forward to certain matches at WrestleMania, but it is WrestleMania week. It definitely is. There's that sort of anticipation in my stomach a little bit because, you know, Raw is happening right now as we speak, and then then you're going to have a bunch of stuff happening during the week. You, you have uh, SmackDown WrestleMania, where they're going to do the Andre the Battle uh, Memorial thing, and then whoever can't make it on WrestleMania, they're going to throw them on Friday night and then then you have WrestleMania which is something to look forward to because this is our Super Bowl. You know, this is the Super Bowl of wrestling and it is what it is. <coughs> hopefully it surprises us. I mean, I don't have big expectations, so hopefully it's it lives up to more than, than whatever I'm feeling right now. <laughs> so yeah. And we have something to talk about on Monday anyway. So, it is what it is. All right? It's WrestleMania 38. We'll be back on Wednesday for another show. And I think on Wednesday, Jermaine, we should focus on doing some classic Remember we said we were going to do some watch-alongs, some clips and stuff. 2 yep. weeks ago we never got to it. So, I want to celebrate that by doing maybe two watch-alongs. Not the full matches, but you know, we can kind of get halfway into the matches. I want to definitely do one Razor Ramon or Scott Hall match, of course, just to commemorate it. And I also sure. want to do the one that we promised our fans. I want to do the Rock versus stone cold steve austin the third encounter at wrestlemania something that you said you didn't even watch you haven't watched in a long time so let's see what stone cold left us with almost 20 yeah. years ago for sure man i'm excited for that i'm excited no no yes and then uh and then friday we'll we'll hit you up with a wrestlemania preview we'll give our thoughts our predictions we'll do some betting and then we'll talk about the fallout from Monday Night Raw, see if what AEW is up to to counteract um, WrestleMania week, and what's going on in the professional world. But it's great to be back after two weeks off during spring break. Jermaine, thank you for joining me once again, and I will see you on Wednesday, my friend.
1: Until then, tuck You chin in.
0: And remember, Smarks, you can listen to past episodes of The Boulevard on all the major audio streaming platforms, including Anchor.fm, Spotify, Google Podcasts, Apple Podcasts, and iHeartRadio. We come at you every Friday of the year with a new episode, and occasionally we hit you with those two-for-one-week specials on Mondays and Fridays. Keep it here to find out when those special weeks happen. For more content to connect with us, and for all things wrestling-related, find us on Instagram at SmartDownBoulevard. That's at Smartdown. BLVD to keep the conversation going.
1: This is Smartdown Boulevard.